Broadcasting over the Universal Wide Web. The flagship of the NWCZ Radio Empire. This is the Northwest Convergent Zone Show. Welcome, everybody, to the Northwest Convergence Zone show. Good to have you along. I'm Big D. I'm Voxy. I'm on one. And uh, Susan has the week off. She does. Yeah, so uh, sponsored by Stonegate Pizza. We want to thank them down on 56 and South Tacoma Way. Mm-hmm. Um, they keep us going with great pizza, nachos, wings. You name no it. rum. No, they don't send <laughs> rum. Up to, we got to work on that deal. We got a raw deal. No, they're awesome. Go down, check them out. Hey, they support live music seven days a week. They They have something going on down there. Two different stages. Yeah. Upstairs and down. Yes. So you can't beat that. Hey, welcome to the big show. We have um, the next hour, we're going to do something a little different. No Mm -hmm. guests. Right. We're just going to rock tunes, baby. Right. Introduce you to some new releases. Yeah. Get caught up with some bands that we've had on who have new new tunes out or whatever. We're going to go old school. I'm going to, I'm going to put on my old DJ mantle. Okay. And I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to be all Wolfman Jack on everybody. All right. Nobody even knows who Wolfman Jack is. I do. Let me hear the voice. Hey, baby. This is the Wolfman. (laughs) That sucks. (laughs) How do you know? Did you ever listen to him? I did. As a matter of fact. I'm... Yes, I'm not a baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're somebody's baby, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, later on in the hour, the people now are going to come in and we're going to get caught up with them. It's been a long time yeah, since we've had them in the studio. They've gone through some changes, mm-hmm. but they sound awesome. Amazing, yes. And, good uh, changes. We're going to start off with a good friend. We haven't seen him in a while either. Uh, got an email back from him and said he missed us. Aww. We missed him too. His name is Johnny Smokes, everybody. And this is uh, off of his latest CD, uh, Embers and Ashes. It's Uprise. We'll be right back.
Johnny, Johnny, Johnny smokes. Starting a little I revolution there. I want to see there. that, man. Dang. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who don't uh, remember Johnny being on our program, uh, Johnny is like a one-man like music machine. Yeah, uh, and a little later, when, I'm a machine. When we do, when we have have him do his in studio thing, I'm going to remind people that this is one guy, right? Because what what the setup you have? I mean, when you show up somewhere, people think a band is coming. <laughs> like they're wondering, where's your band mates? Because yeah. of all the equipment you bring. Yeah, they're usually like, you have more gear than most of the bands that <laughs> right. play here. <laughs> no wonder you're so buff. More cables, carry all that stuff it, around. It, it was my dad's fault because I was a young, impressionable kid, and he used to take me to a lot of concerts. And honestly, what happened was, I think I was maybe in sixth grade, and we went to see Iron Maiden, mm-hmm. and. Of course, you know, they had this huge light rig and there's a different backdrop for every song and giant, you know, stage theatrics and everything. And so I was just given the impression that that's what bands did. So (laughs) as a one man band, I'm like, all right, I'm going to be Iron Maiden and I'm going to show up with a whole (laughs) light rig and I'm going to have the entire stage full of equipment, no matter how big it is. I'm just going to fill up those spaces. They're like Johnny that they have a crew and they have a bunch of guys. It's just you. right? Somehow I managed to fit 13 semis worth of equipment into (laughs) one Astro van (laughs) because I have to carry it all at the end of the day. Oh, Johnny. Johnny smokes dot com is the website. Um, He's a maniac, everybody. Uh, how are you, my friend? I'm good. Um, it's it's been a great uh, probably God, what year and a half since I've been here? It's been a while. Yeah, Maybe it's been a little years. while. It's oh, been a, been at least a year. Been, I know that for a fact. Been all over the dang world. It's been. I know. I want to ask you about that. How how is the world traveling and the music business elsewhere? Uh, it's been great. I've uh, been trying to get over to Europe a couple times a year for the last few years. I took the spring off just to. Where in Europe are you heading? Where do you go? Um, usually Italy, a little bit in the edges of. Switzerland. Um, I've been up to Germany, um, Austria, Holland. Favorite place um, for food when you're out there? Definitely the Italian foods, but I'm Italian. My grandmother used to make <laughs> Italian yeah, food, so, so you, you got to go to the source. A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Is it different Different Italian food over there? I, I've been to Europe, uh, but I haven't been to Italy. Is it? Is it? What's the difference? Well, I, having an Italian grandmother, to me, it's like it's going same. home, yeah. yeah. Um, although I do get to try some amazing dishes. Um, I do have to say, though, the Dutch make really good cheese. And I've been mostly a vegan you know, for like 15 or 20 years, right. but I went over there and I tried a little sampling of cheese and realized it didn't really like hurt my digestive system because they actually take good care of their animals and right. so i fell in love with their cheeses yeah they're nice they do more than just party in amsterdam they make <laughs> cheese <laughs> that's like one district right in amsterdam i mean basically we, we talked to a band from amsterdam and i can um and uh they they, they were telling us about some of the misconceptions about Amsterdam. Amsterdam's a beautiful city. Um, it's it's designed in kind of a horseshoe shape, so the canals slowly are spiraling in a in a horseshoe circle. So as you wander around the city, you tend to kind of get lost because you think you're heading in one direction and you're slowly veering in a circle. Mm-hmm. So it, it it can take a little bit to get used to, but most of the city is actually just beautiful houses, museums everywhere. Um, there's a lot of really good um, architecture to look at. The canals are beautiful. It's a very well-kept and clean city. And then there's one little district that's a couple blocks with red lights in the windows and the nice. famous ladies and yeah. the smell of herbs and spices. And um, <laughs> But actually, uh, since they're so tolerant in their culture of uh, other people and whatever you want to do on your own time, that's acceptable. 
what ends up happening is uh, the locals really don't partake that much. They're they're a very laid back, nice. Isn't that kind of usually how it happens though? Because it's like yes. if, it's, if it's there and it's available after you know, it's like people who live in mm-hmm. Vegas. They don't go to the Strip. Yeah, if you're told yeah, no, going to a show or you something. can't have this. Yeah, I, I grew up in Reno, Nevada. Shit. I yeah. don't gamble. I, <laughs> I I don't need to like run out to the ranch and go to the prostitutes or anything because it it's there. It's legal. Right. It's tolerated. You know, it's it's for tourists. Exactly. <laughs> it's for those around the country who don't yeah. have it. Yeah. But um, hey, uh, so the album Ember and Ashes, great album. Thank you. Thank and you. we've been playing it on NWCZ Radio. Yeah, you, appreciate you it. Sent a copy to us. Um, how's it going for you with that? Uh, that that album's been doing really well, actually. Um, the first two albums I did um, did very successfully for me, but uh, just in the last year that Embers and Ashes has been released, I've actually sold, I think twice as many copies as the other ones combined nice. so nice. it's it's been good um actually i just looked in the storage room the other day and i'm almost completely out of all my cds so <laughs> it's a good problem to have yeah i gotta better I gotta than having overstock right like, yeah oh, no i gotta I, move this stuff I, I i've seen unfortunately so many bands with uh 950 mm-hmm. cds in the closet right. they bought a thousand and <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, you sold two to mom and yeah, dad and yeah. a couple of aunts and no, uncles, I, and then I, you're done. My problem is like coming up with the money to order another grand of them at a time. So nice. right. it's been good, though. Um, yeah, the reception's been really good. I, I had originally split up the content on Swim and Drown into more of an acoustic and pop-oriented yeah. album and, and more of a rock and yeah. grunge and metal album. And this a cool time, concept. Yeah, this time I came around and I, I, I had this batch of songs and... I thought, you know, rather than like split them up into two albums because they had sold equally as well. Um, I said, I'm just going to put them all on one album and see what happens. And um, I think that's been really well received because um, my, you know, my fans tend to listen to everything. That's that's something that I play and Mm -hmm. I deliver to people at shows. And so when I'm like, well, do you like acoustic or do you like rock or do you like a little bit of everything? They're like, no, give me the variety mix. Give give me the whole shebang. Yeah. At this point, I think, you know, I'm just going to continue to release albums that have as much content as possible. So awesome. Uh, As uh, now we're going to talk in a moment about that. You've moved into a band situation, Mm -hmm. but as a solo artist, you have some gigs coming up, right? Yeah. Um, I'm actually playing at the Stonegate. Stonegate, April 12th. Them. That's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll be there uh, this, this next Saturday and looking forward to it. I always have a great time there. And um, Jeff runs a great restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the nicest bathrooms in Does, yeah, like Stone- the Northwest. <laughs> yeah, he's got the rocks in the sink. The, and yeah, I feel like you're in like a, re- a retreat or something. And everything's spotless and clean. <laughs> I walked out of the bathroom the first time and I was like, oh my God, am I in Vegas? This is like, <laughs> I'm at Caesar's Palace. I try to tell people, you know, those who haven't been to Stonegate, go check it out. No, it's, it's a, a great a place. Really good place. Great, great, great food and, and good staff. And, and awesome music. And, and you're going to yeah. be part of it. April 12th, then on Thank the 19th, you're at the Triple Horn in uh, Woodenville. Yeah, looking forward to playing at the brewery finally. That place is great and one of my favorite local beers. Beer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Is that part of the deal? Uh, yeah, I think I get... Um, Case and a half? No, 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 like one, one beer. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to come you, up usually, and share it with you, you. You get like one drink token per band member, so I'm going to try You're, and uh, well, bring, see, bring a bunch of no hats fair. and I'll be like, I'm the drummer and then I'll change hats and exactly. I'll be like, I'm the keyboard player. Just so. since I'm a, a one guy thing, can't you just 
say typically a band has yeah. four members. I might have to change shirts as well as hats. And then on the 25th, you're at uh, Rooney's, uh, also in Woodenville. Yeah, that uh, that'll actually be more of an intimate acoustic performance rather than the full one man band thing. Um, I uh, I guess that's what I'm doing here today in the studio, so it's more like that. Um, but I bring out the looper and I bring out three or four guitars and tend to avoid you know all the keyboards and the lighting and you know the drum kits and everything but i just i make a lot of percussion on the guitar by scratching on the strings and hitting the body and using shakers and stuff so at the end of 30 seconds of you know loop sampling composition you still have a full band experience a lot of guys right. a lot yeah. of guys play guitar you know uh, mm-hmm. people gals guys and gals and stuff but you take it to a whole different level was there somebody i know you mentioned the iron maiden show and seeing the big production but is there a is there a guitar player out there that inspired you to like just create all these crazy sounds and effects and looping and everything off and just to become this one man machine no i'd have to give that credit to a whole bunch of musicians because i started uh my inspiration came from actually the bassist of iron maiden uh that's why i wanted to play because i thought steve harris was god and he is. um yeah that's pretty i think that's actually been written into the bible i'm pretty sure <laughs> god's name was steve harris and he played the bass <laughs> and he walks among us <laughs> um but there's there's been drummers that just blow my mind um plenty of guitar players out there that just scare the pants off of me and um instrumentalists of all kinds i'm i'm a big fan of Adrian Legg, who's an amazing acoustic yeah. player, and Michael Hedges, another uh, no doubt. fantastic talent. Um, Steve Vai, of course. Joe Satriani. I love um, really intense players like Jeff Loomis and Marty You put Friedman some sunglasses and, on, you'd kind of be the Stevie Vai. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> just, just saying. Yeah, like I could barely keep up with his rhythm. <laughs> no, that's... Uh, thank you. That's humbling. Um well, now no, and and I guess what happened was I I I got a loop sampler one day. Somebody had shown me that you could play something and it'll repeat. And as a multi instrumentalist kind of personality, and I've worked in studios, I've done live sound, I've had a lot of background on all the different fronts. Kind of a jackass of all trades, you could say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I like that. Uh, Patent that. But as soon as I uh, found found the loop sampler, I I just said, oh, cool, I can play some drums and I can play some bass and I can play a keyboard part and I can play the guitar and oh cool I can step on this button and make the vocals turn on or off so I'll do my own backup vocals you don't have to coordinate and, with everybody for rehearsals you don't yeah, have to I actually I have feed them while you're on tour right just motivate yourself maybe, maybe he right. just doesn't play well with others and that's why he had well, to do the one man band thing. I don't know because he's uh, <laughs> he's joined a band and we're going to talk about that in a minute yeah. but uh, everybody johnnysmokes.com is where you want to go. J O N N Y. Yeah, J O N N Y. Very good. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be at Stonegate on uh, on the twelfth, and uh, we're going to let you get set up and do a. We're we're going to give the people a chance to experience mm, yes. the Johnny Smokes wonder the and one magic. Guy, guy. This is one guy in a studio. Yes. Uh, we witnessed. We're going to witness it. It is one guy. So mm. what you hear? Like. Part man, part machine. Kinda. There's that. He's a cyborg. No <laughs> yeah, but this, this, I left most of my stuff at in the van. This is actually just the acoustic and a couple pedals. And oh, a couple. Listen know. to him. A couple handfuls <laughs> of pedals. A, a couple. A couple. It was a, a couple he, boards. He, he unfolded this these two boxes and put it all together, and it looked like something from NASA. 
All right. You should see the big one. This is uh, this is Johnny <laughs> Smokes and the Storm. We'll be right back. This is Johnny Smokes. The song's called The Storm.
CD one by one. That is the uh, that is the track one by one. Johnny, we were talking about a band yeah, you yeah. joined. This is the band. This is the band. This is the band. Yes. Uh, let's bring them in. Now it's we've had the people now on before. You weren't a part of it. No, I uh, was lucky enough to see them play um, at a C 2s CD lucky release to see them play? party, and I fell in love with them. And then my good friend Dagna, she joined the band uh, shortly after that, and we I got to play with them uh, in December about a year ago. And right after that, um, we were actually both booked for the same leg of a tour out in Italy and their guitarist Armand had to leave. And so Dagna said, well, why don't you ask Johnny? He'll already be there. And I've played with him before with Worrell and he's a good guy and he shaves his head. And so I got the job because <laughs> I shaved my head. Well, we have, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have Garth, Timothy, and of course, Johnny's here and Dagna. Garth, how are you, my friend? I am, I am marginally less than Stella right now. It is awesome. To, it's awesome to see you, first of all. It's been too, way too long. Yeah, thank you. You're in the new digs. I mean, the last time we had you on, we were we were a shell of a, of a show. Yeah. Um, it's you know. it's really impressive to see how far you guys have, have come. And, and not to say that these comfortable couches are, are anything more or less than what they should be, <laughs> but like I, it's just uh, across the board. I mean, I know you guys have worked hard to build this thing literally from scratch, um, not only online, but also physically here in the studio. But um, what hasn't changed is the, um, the camaraderie, the, the welcoming, the, the passion that is a very, very consistent. So, super coolness. Well, it's, yeah, weird. it's, it's almost coolness. interesting because we almost par we, we, we're kind of paralleling here because the last time I had you on, you're this. I think you're the lone member from the. Oh, both you guys were there, and the, when you were on here, I think I'm the only guy left. Yeah, right. Yeah. I have a whole new crew. 
Um, so things change, but we all right. move forward, and you guys are doing fantastic. Thanks, man. I'm looking at your Facebook page. You have like what 58,000 likes or something like that. Well, I mean, that's hey, don't get yeah. modest on us now. <laughs> I mean, you guys are kicking ass, and that's awesome. Uh, you had a, a different lead singer. That's true. Um, yeah. And he, he was fantastic. He was. He's a fantastic person. Uh, but now you've taken over the reins. Mm -hmm. um, I have seen you. I saw you in the old form. I have not seen this uh, this current lineup. Great. Um, but it was, I mean, to see you guys live is, is, is an amazing experience with the visuals, the music, the way you guys, the energy on stage. It's, it's phenomenal. And so adding Johnny and... Uh, Dagna, it just has to be even like up the game even more. So congratulations on Thank all you. that stuff. Uh, tell us a little bit of well, introduce us to Dagna and, and tell us about uh, her role. Absolutely. So so this is Dagna. Um, Hi Dagna. Yes. Hi. She plays bass. Um, she has uh, played bass uh, in a lot of different um, arenas and also with other people. As Johnny mentioned, he, she stood in with um, Warl Dane and Nevermore and also played a bass in a band that Tim, my drummer, had formed called um, One Undone, which were, they were just the super group. They were like the all-star group of prog rock in Seattle. And so to have Dagna on board with her skill and her experience is it's and her purple streak. I was about to say, second only to <laughs> her fashion sense, which extends from head she to gets toe. It. Um, yeah, so Dagna's role in the band is to bring the average level of cool up several thousand. She, she did. Points. As soon yeah. as she walked Indeed. in, the whole room was like, oh, we're way cool. Now. It's pretty rad. Anytime so there's a girl lucky. in the band, you just up your cool level. Yeah. <laughs> there's no doubt about it. Uh, and you guys are like world travelers. Like, uh, you guys do really well over in Europe as, as we Thank were you. talking with Johnny yeah. about that. And how, how did that happen for you? How, when, when, when did you first realize, cause I know in this day and age of the internet, you can kind of track how things are going and where, you know, people, bands put songs out on, you know, whether it's Bandcamp or iTunes or whatever, and right. you can, you can kind of see where it falls. Um, but when did you first realize oh, we have, we have, you know, like a market over there. We, right. need to, we need to, we need to get over there. Well, I'll tell you, um, it's, it's kind of a unique comp, uh, conflagration of a couple of things. One, um, I don't think it would be possible without our management, uh, Jamie Richards of Emerald city musicians network. And it was through her relationship with a group called, um, at then the time called the alternative grunge crew. And they were based out of Milan, Italy. And Johnny, uh, knew them as well, had some relationship and friendships with them over there. And, um, we had talked about doing something uh, to the idea of an international musician exchange program, which actually came to fruition during our time in Europe in April of last year. The program now is called Bands Beyond Borders. And really what it's nice. about. Yeah. Yeah. So we would be the prototype. We went to Italy. We need to send that to Canada. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're, like that's the worst border around here to get bands mm -hmm. uh, to and from. It's amazing. Exactly. And it, it wouldn't necessarily be under the official banner of legal, but uh, <laughs> not to say that we did illegal things, but, you know, just to not involve bureaucracy sure. when it comes to the exchange of music to me seems the ultimate commodity of trade. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, washing your hands clean of it. So we went over there and we were extremely well received um, through, again, Jamie's workings with the, the people that were on the ground there that had this coalition that were in love with Seattle. And and think you've we talked a little bit about that before we walked in, how the world really still views Seattle as this iconic 
music mecca. And, Still, absolutely. And how, yeah. bl- how blessed are we to be able to walk out the door and just put on flannel and people think you're a, <laughs> you're a rock god. You know what I mean? So it's like... Do you wear flannel when you go over there? I mean, we did it, but uh, that's not to say we wouldn't. Um, but the idea is that... Um, they all do, though. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just really cool. And, and I won't say... It's not about that the fact that they're living in the past. is that they embrace music in a different way. Sure. And that really affords people from Seattle musicians um, with either talent no, or balls really or resonated over there yeah uh and on and like on the flip side country music is really big over there like the classic country music and it is so it's not like they're living in the past all, all music's accepted over there you listen yeah. to virgin radio and you'll hear a singer songwriter and then you'll hear a metal band and then Sounds you'll like hear NWCC a pop radio. album that's right Sounds yeah exactly like and, and the great thing is too is they open it up to uh do they catch crap for that no you you hear somebody singing in french and then it's a couple like english-speaking artists See, and I then love somebody's that. singing in german it's the way radio should be but it, yeah. it, it, i was exposed to a lot of yeah. fascinating bands that i never would have heard in america sure and, right and they change it up so it's it's not like they're pigeonholed into one thing they're actually fed they don't they don't play the same material. five six songs every, every half hour no you you get airplay <laughs> for a while and then they move on to another song too it's it's uh, very common to only hear a single for maybe six or eight weeks and then they move on to all the other songs on the album. So America, if the album's good, you, you know, get a lot of songs. The DJs actually choose the music they want to play. Yeah, yeah that's awesome, yeah. too. What? <laughs> <laughs> so the website that you want to go to is thepeoplenow.com. It's a great website, by the way. A lot of every, It's very easy to maneuver, a lot of information. Go check out the videos on there. Um, I was digging those last night. Thanks, man. You guys have a big show coming up uh, on the on the 18th here in uh, here in Tacoma, right? Yeah, You'll be at the Rock and Roll Lodge. Absolutely, Pack Ave. Um, <laughs> tell you what, the, the cool thing about this, and this is Johnny's uh, idea. Johnny is definitely a brainstorm when it comes to show ideas, so it's fun being a band <laughs> with this guy. Um, the idea is, it's like a music roulette. You know, so often uh, you'll you'll with the saturation of music in at least in Seattle, there's this large lineup of bands, right? And you have mm-hmm. this core support for each band show up and leave when the band plays, and then also leaves as well. Yeah. But so it's in order to I won't say like force people into it, but like to hopefully avoid that. What we decided to do is that we wouldn't have a headliner, we wouldn't have an opener. Uh, we would just show up and we would roll the dice, you know, kind of like a roulette thing. And then the band that showed up first, they're playing first. You know what I mean? So you got to kind of stick around if you're a fan of that band to make sure that, you know, if you see your own band, great, but you don't know who's going to be playing. Because yeah, it's you it was, guys, it's in the between yeah. and Pretty Enemy. Pretty Enemy. Right? Yeah, and the and point was I put together a show, show where yeah. I felt like every one of these bands deserved to be a headliner. They're all great bands. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and they're great live performance and um, we all have a following that would appreciate each other if they just like show it. up and see the <laughs> right. whole show. Now, see, I think you should take that music roulette, the extra level, find an extra big stage. Everyone's set up. You sing a song. They'll sing a song. I would They'll sing a love song. to do that. That way, everybody has to hear everything. That would be cool. Gets to hear everything. So you guys yeah. literally rolling the dice? Well, we're literally rolling dice yep. at soundcheck and, sound, and then we're not telling anybody. We've already all agreed. Like, so no, whoever no has texting, the highest roll gets first. Just tell everybody we're playing first. Yeah. And if you end up playing third, then, you know, they, nice. they sit through the whole thing. The other thing, too, is uh, we're, we're going to try and do something where everybody that shows up for the beginning of the show before the first band starts 
we're going to pass out raffle tickets to everybody in the crowd. And then after the last song of the night gets played, then you get to win the prize. See, and and I, we'll probably give away some cool first stuff. First of all, I want to say I admire the crap out of what you're doing because that, that is something that we've talked about on this show many yeah. times. Um, and and it, it's a culture that has been created. And whether you want to blame the venues or the bands, I don't know. It can go 50-50 or whatever. But it does bother me to know when to go to a great bill or go to a place and there's two or three bands on there and the place clears out after the first band or the second band. The band doesn't even stick around to hear the fellow, uh, his uh, the other bands on the bill, which um, I find that to be disheartening because it didn't used to be like that. And... Um, so I think what you do, I think this is awesome. And I wish venues would actually do this more, you know, where they would just say, we have great bands coming in tonight. Everybody show up and then just let, and then don't tell them what order they're in. That's been the overwhelming comment that I've gotten from everybody, uh, from people in the industry all the way to just regular fans. When I've explained the idea of this, they're like, I'd like to see more of that. We yeah. all would. Um, I, yeah. the, the idea kind of came to me because I heard about um, Pearl Jam was originally one of the opening bands of Lollapalooza. And right when the tour started, they suddenly broke and became, you know, mega huge. Sure. And Lollapalooza wanted to basically bump them up to like the main stage and give them more of a headlining status. And they said, no, we were contracted to start the show. We'd rather just be the first band That's of the day awesome. and get everybody set, there. And we're going to set the pace. And, right? and, and, and I thought, <laughs> you know, bar. how cool would it be to go to an, an all day festival where you have 10 bands and gee, you better be there at noon because Tool might be the opening band yeah. or Alice right. in Chains might be on first. They're literally rolling dice every day. Nobody knows the lineup. It, it would be great because then, you know, if you're that opening band that nobody's ever heard of, you might actually be like in the middle of the show or right. like headlining spot or something. Mm -hmm. So do you it think it goes fun for the crowd on that level? And I mean, even maybe on the local level, uh, it's going to have to also take bands to get keep their egos in check. I don't know. We've, we've, I put, we've well, got I've put on shows before yeah. where I've had three or four bands on the bill, and the and the email fights that go on about what position they're in is I just like forget it. You're out. It's well, going to take a yeah. lot on both sides, I think, because I mean, being in a band myself, how many texts do you get the day of your show? Hey, what time are you guys mm -hmm. going on? That's or what where we're are you trying in the lineup? To, we're know? trying to eliminate that in people's minds if possible. Because yeah. I want you to come out and see the bands that we're playing with. I don't want to play with bands that I don't enjoy, that I don't think you would enjoy. Right. So if, if we're putting a show together, it's a show. It's a show. Right. That's like coming to a movie and only watching the fight scene, you know, half an hour into it, and then you leave. You you didn't get the whole picture. Right. So. Well, it's a great concept. Uh, what's uh, what, what do you guys have uh, coming up, Garth? What's happening with uh, the people now it's, as you're moving forward? Well, um, uh, we talked a little about it a couple of years ago, and, and that some of it still remains really, really true. And that you know we try to use our music to you know either raise funds or awareness for things in our community, either local or globally, um, and not you know beyond just being a troubadour. We really try to do some help. Mm -hmm. um, and to be able to align ourselves and or support other charities um, is, is really what our music is about. It, it, in a lot of ways, it, it kind of unites uh, the music and the people that are receiving it. So to that end, you know, we would love to do a couple of shows that are oriented to that. And um, well, then just coming up, uh, like for example, in June, 
Um, June 7th, we're working on a show um, called Unfuck the World. I saw I'm your wearing t-shirt. this t-shirt. This t-shirt belongs, no, it doesn't say it belongs, but it's, it is sold to me by a woman named Micah. And she is um, this German lady in Los Angeles that started this nonprofit many years ago, selling t-shirts and stickers that say Unfuck the World on the back of her car. And in the last two years, it has actually exploded. Last year, they did an official Unfuck the World Day in LA. Now there's over 48 different countries that are representing doing their own Unfuck the World Festival. Seattle does not have one. I thought that was... Of all places. Of all places. Of all places, I, I thought yeah. that was, I thought Progressive that was Seattle. uncalled for, right? So would love for us to be involved with that. And what, what's the concept behind Unfuck the World? So, the, I mean, it's it should be pretty standard. Like, I mean, you take a world that you might think any part of it's fucked and you sort of unfuck it. You know what I mean? Um, there's Pull it out. Yeah, use, use the hand motion really, really helps. Um, so, you know, how we're going to do that it, rhythm we're, we're, putting together, we're putting together a lineup of really, really strong bands, and we'll release that uh, at the appropriate time. But I got to tell you, there, there's some, definitely some big names on this bill um, coming We're looking to June. do this at, like, the Showbox? Or, um, uh, we're looking to do it at the Crocodile, nice. right downtown the heart, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and also getting some guest speakers, maybe some poets. Mm-hmm. Maybe getting a couple of licenses for food to get some, you know, just make it more like a mini festival nice. and have each one of the bands that are involved do whatever they feel is necessary or that they want to do to either donate to a charity or raise awareness or take some of their money and do something with it if they want to you know it's entirely up to them leave it in the people's hands to kind of take care of that and we just sort of use the music to defibrillate it supercharge it that's what i love about you guys and and, the, and when we had you when you, the first time we had you on you told us all about your mission with your music and, and i follow you whether it's on facebook or just you know seeing what you guys are doing and it is it is heartwarming to see somebody who's so dedicated to that and a band that is because we we have lots of bands in here and I'm not putting down bands who are out to, to you know, sure. get big or be or do their thing or whatever. But the fact that you use mu- music and you use your talent to raise awareness, to help others and to be a part of the community is phenomenal and Thanks, not man. enough bands do that and and music can be that driving force because For it sure. disarms people people of all different <clears throat> backgrounds beliefs or whatever will come to a show um and and get involved in the music mm-hmm. and so i i i'd love to see more of it and i think you guys are are right on the forefront of driving that train man i'll tell you you really want to come see it because these two guys on the couch johnny and tim have brought a level of technology to our band that is off the friggin' chain, like between the programming, the, the hours that they spend programming lights, um, coordinating different triggers that do video stuff. I mean, Tim's um, skills that he has learned in producing, not only mixing, surround sound. That is what our live show is. It's a lot of it is in live surround sound. You are enveloped in this it's experience. Fun, what I when I've gone, Ask it, him it blows it. me away. Yeah, just, yeah, it's phenomenal. What? How much time are you? Tell me about into yeah. That? Well, we we were trying to figure out how much we would get paid if we were doing oh. it. In the professional <laughs> world and if we were getting paid twenty dollars an hour i think it was something like seventy thousand yeah, dollars we, we have like what this one show is worth so, that's what you guys, <laughs> so the band is indebted to you 70 grand right now yeah it's ridiculous i mean that's yeah. that's the you have one week to pay part. and i take yeah. a, one of your fingers off every day mm-hmm. after that. yeah <laughs> don't you get those kind of tips at work right oh uh, yeah well uh, tips originally came from the the acronym to ensure prompt service right and you actually right. paid beforehand so I really don't know what I've paid before and to get this amount of talent that's in this room, you know, that follow me around and making shit happen. I'm just lucky to be able to sing. You paid a lot with heart, soul, sweat, and blood and 
and talent, my man. That's yeah. what that's where it is. It's I mean, not it's not just Tim and I though, because Garth actually um, he's an incredible video to, producer. Garth likes to play cool. He's, back he's there. made movies for every one of our songs. So in addition to all the surround sound and the lighting and everything, you're watching a film over yeah, the drum I, kit. That, it. It's unbelievable. Yeah, well, it's, if you come out to the to Tacoma on, on the 18th. Um, it's funny because it's just down the street from where I grew up, actually, near Wapato Park, down on Pack Ave. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're probably going to be getting there at about noon. It's going to take about that long to set up. So <laughs> Remember what s- I said about Iron Maiden? <laughs> yeah. You're going you're gonna to see a show. So that's on the 18th. Everybody be there. It's In the Between, Pretty Enemy, and of course, The People Now. Website is thepeoplenow.com. Real quickly, tell people where they can get a hold of your music. All over the place. Uh, buy it directly from us. You're going to get special merch pack. I mean, we got all kinds of bracelets and stickers we want to give directly to people. We're done with iTunes and Amazon, although that's there. Um, come directly to us. We can know your name. Come we to can, a show. Yeah, come to a show. You know, email us, freaking tweet us, whatever you want to do. Come right to us and we'll send the shit right to you. That's awesome. And it's well worth it. Like I said, great music, great people, and just quality stuff all the way through fabulous to get caught up with you thanks Thanks. for coming in thank you uh the people now and of course don't forget johnny smokes j-o-n-n-y johnny smokes.com the one-man machine when you're doing your solo (laughs) stuff which will be this uh saturday right yeah this saturday the the 12th at the stone gate and if you want to get some tickets for the show on the 18th um i think we've got what maybe 14 left got a few you get a ticket for five bucks you get a free six song cd sampler of all the bands and you actually save some money because uh the uh the show price is actually eight bucks at the door and you don't get a cd meh so So, nice yeah hit them up hey you guys are going to do an in-studio song this is going to be amazing so we're gonna let you guys get set up Mm -hmm. for that thanks so much for coming in best of luck moving forward we continue to keep our eye on you and uh kill those just kill it the next time you go over to 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 europe you probably end up just moving over there and we'll never see you again (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody the people now here you go this is the people now this song's called maniac Render me unfit to live Please, no prescription Let the pain resonate Until I am trembling And waiting And breathing slowly So escaping I'm so tired of being tied to this cross
There you go, Maniac in the studio by the people now. Bad ass. Indeed. Uh, go check them out April 18th at uh, the Rock and Roll Steakhouse, which is located on here in Tacoma on uh, Pacific Avenue. And uh, they were trying to give us free tickets, but I want to support them. Yes. So Stick you get down there too. Community. Yeah, lo- we like to, you know, we, I've had this conversation with people many, many times. Uh, well, first, I want to thank Johnny and the people now for coming in. But I've had this conversation many times. Bands come in here, and they're they're very appreciative of us, of us having them on the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the people now left some T-shirts. That was really and super and nice. CDs, yes. And CDs. And that's cool. I really appreciate that. We don't ask them to. Uh, it's not something that, you know, we demand or anything. Mm-hmm. But they got, they pay money for this stuff. Give them free advertising and wear their T-shirt everywhere. Yes, but but <laughs> they pay money for this stuff. They and they, do. they work hard and they sell it off their merch table and and they want you to come to shows. And we often get, I guess, uh, offered free tickets. Mm-hmm. And I mean, ninety nine percent of the time we turn them down. Mm-hmm. And it's not because or oh, we give them to you, our listener, or we we give them away. Absolutely, because the reason is is I like to put my money where my mouth is, and I Ew, th- don't put that in your mouth. It's not <laughs> good for you. I think it's important that we, as a show, and I think you, as listeners, go out that we walk our talk. And yeah, talk walk our the- walk. Exactly. <laughs> or Go, whatever that phrase it's, is. It's not that it's not that much. What'd they say? Eight bucks at the door? Uh-huh. Or five dollars pre-sale if pre-sale. you get them from them with their happy little package of five bucks you get a CD. Mm-hmm. A compilation CD of all three bands. Of all three bands. You get a sticker. A sticker. And you get a ticket, a ticket to, to go see the people now who put on an amazing show. I'm telling you. In the between are freaking awesome as well. They're great. And, and I haven't seen Pretty Enemy. I'm sure they're fantastic. But they would have to be to be on this bill. So. Yeah. And so I don't mind laying down eight bucks at the door. Right. You know, I, I really don't. And I don't think anybody out there the should deal too. lay down for eight bucks. Cheap <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I'm very cheap. Uh, no, because look, I go to... The bigger shows, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go see Brian Ferry tomorrow. He's former lead singer of Roxy right. Music. I have tickets for shows that are rolling. And how much? Seattle. How much were those tickets for Brian Ferry? Oh man, I mean, I I got some pretty good ones. I think I'm going to say seventy bucks. Right. So seventy bucks, and you were totally willing to pay that for somebody totally. who can already pay his bills. Who could give everybody free tickets for the rest of his right. life, and he's still so a why not pay eight for those struggling so, artists right yeah. here in our own backyard? I, and wherever you're at. Wherever you're listening, you have a local scene. You have local yes. bands. Go tap and into it. They play and they pra- they practice. They take their time. They put they, their heart. They and soul have to into buy it. their equipment. Yeah. They have to show up for practice to give you good, awesome music. So these people who constantly show up and sneak in through the back door, or who um, act like they they are they're supposed to be on the list, or hey, I know the door guy, and I get into all the free shows. I have a problem with that. Mm. I really do. It bothers me because you're not really, you might be there, but you're not really supporting no. the local scene. You're right. not really supporting the bands because otherwise you wouldn't be mooching off of them. That's my opinion. Yeah, moochers. Straight from the big D. <laughs> I'm going to stir up some trouble here. Uh, <laughs> and that's okay because uh, I, um, I feel strongly about that. Hey, stick around. Hour number two. We're going. Uh, we're going all disc jockey. Uh, we're going like radio station on you. We're yeah. gonna play 
a lot of killer music. We're going to get caught up on some bands that have been on our show before who uh, have new stuff out. And we're going to have a lot of fun. So hang in there, everybody. Fist fight? We could do that. <laughs> People could end up hurt or naked. I'm Big D. I'm Voxy. I'm on one and I'll be the one naked. <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go out with another uh, in-studio tune by... Uh, the people now thanks those thank those guys so much for coming in stick around hour number two coming up here on the northwest convergence zone show
started, where I started, where I started. Right 